this is Runner Girls, a podcast about women brought together by a love of running. And in a, and in addition to running, and <laughs> how do how do you talk to? And in a, and in addition to running, all right, forget that. It's also Super Bowl Sunday today. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, Megan, you are less excited than I am. Yeah, yeah, but I'm excited for you. <laughs> so that counts for something and for all the people who care. Yeah. If it was my team, you know, I'd be more excited, but Yeah. Who is your team again? The Baltimore Ravens. Oh, the Ravens. Hey, yeah. we like made it to the wild card game for the playoffs. That's a big deal. That's pretty good. Considering our last couple of years since we run the won the Super Bowl have been atrocious. Well, you can't win them all. Even we don't win them all. <laughs> Try as we might. See, me, I am inserting myself into the team again, as if I am part of this. No, I have nothing to do with it. I've barely watched. But I'm a fan, and I am excited for today, and I will watch today. So that's exciting, but also, um, it's February, so that's cool. We had Groundhog Day yesterday. I didn't pay attention to that. Do we have six more weeks of winter coming? Do you know? I have seen... Both ways, but I think they're saying spring is coming. Oh, good. That's reassuring because it's freaking cold here right now. <laughs> so I shouldn't tell you that when I go do my run in a couple hours, it's going to be 61 here. Oh, well, that's good for you. You know, <laughs> I, I have heard that we're going to get into the 50s early this week. So I think Monday, Tuesday, maybe. Um, so that is that is nice. Like I might get to do an outdoor run again. I mean, I could anyway, but it's just, it's been like in the teens and below with the wind chill. It's just, oh, it's awful. But awesome that you get to run in the 60s. That's going to feel amazing. Yes. So cool. All right. Well, um, how are things with you? They're good, actually. They're really good. I'm excited we're talking for the third week in a row. I know. Look at us. We're on a streak. Yes. Let's not jinx it. (laughs) No. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. Are you ready to move along and talk about some um, running and some training stuff? Yeah. Okay. So um, I will go first. I um, I followed your advice last week and did like um, a loose plan for the week. I ma- basically made a checklist on my phone um, saying, you know, with the, with the things that I wanted to get done. So like a couple of upper body workouts, a couple of lower body workouts, a couple of runs, a couple of bikes, maybe a swim. Um, no, I was planning on definitely swimming. And it worked out okay, except that I found myself, like, not doing things. <laughs> okay. So I feel so. like uh, if I have, like, it planned for a specific day, I think it's more likely to get done that I have to do something um, instead of just it's being a really loose thing. But I think I did pretty well. So... I did do a couple of bikes this week, um, short, you know, on the stationary bike, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. And then I did an upper body workout and a lower body workout, but my shoulder has really been bothering me and I'm starting to think it's, it's in the, uh, a tendon in my, in my Mm -hmm. left shoulder. So I really think I got to rest that. So I didn't do a swim this weekend. And after that first upper body workout, I didn't do any more upper body stuff. The issue that I'm having is that I definitely need to rest it. But for my job, I, there are certain things that I have to demonstrate. And so I am like stressing it a little bit almost every day. Um, and so I feel like that's definitely going to slow down the healing process, unfortunately. So I'm just going to do my best to rest it as much as I can and to go easy on it as much as I can, because I know tendons are like ridiculously like slow to heal. Um, hopefully I, I haven't strained it too badly or anything like that. Hopefully it's just irritated and it will recover. So I didn't do my swim and I didn't do my second upper body workout. Um, I did a squat session earlier in the week. And then today we went to the gym and I did a run on the treadmill. And then after that, I did my deadlift session. Um, and that was fine. So my feet haven't been awesome. (laughs) Um, you know, I, I think I talked last week about how I ran a few times and 
towards the end of the week, they really started acting up. And so I, I really went easy on them this week and I didn't run at all until today because they were finally starting to feel better. And today felt fine, but normally they don't hurt when I run. It hurts after. So we'll see. And I did, I've been keeping up with my corrective exercise. So doing like banded clamshells, um, banded lateral walks, glute bridges. I'm doing resisted ankle dorsiflexion, which is basically wrapping a resistance band around my foot and then like anchoring it to something and then pulling my foot up towards my knee, flexing my foot like that um, okay. to work my the front of my shin basically. Um, so I've been doing a bunch of those and calf raises and whatnot and lots of stretching, foam rolling. Um, so I, I feel like I've got it under control. I'm hoping I do. I'm hoping I start to see some strength gains from my corrective exercise. And so I have less compensation going on, but I think only time's going to tell on that. So, um, my plan for next week Um, Oh, next weekend is the indoor triathlon. So I'm probably not going to get another swim in before then. I feel pretty okay about the time in the pool. I'm only going to be in there for about 10 minutes and I'm just going to take it easy and um, try to baby my shoulder. So I'm not going to do any upper body work this week. I'm not going to do any swims. I'm just going to focus on biking running and lifting and corrective exercise and stretching. So my plan is to do Monday bike on the stationary bike and then have a squat day. Um, actually, I might have to change that because I did um, deadlifts today and so I'm not going to squat tomorrow. Tuesday will be another run with um, some of my corrective exercise. Wednesday, I'm going to do just spend an hour stretching. That's it. Just like making sure everything's nice and loose. No actual strength training or workouts that day. Next day will be bike and deadlifts and some core stuff. And then after that will be running and corrective exercise, a day of stretching, and then the indoor triathlon. So, um, so I think that'll be good. It should be a couple of bikes, couple of runs, some lower body stuff and getting a lot of stretching in there. So, I think that's that's pretty good for next week. And then I'm starting to look at training plans for the triathlon, trying to get an idea of what I want. Um, I think what I'm going to do after my shoulder is like, you know, completely recovered is look into beginning to do some actual swim workouts because I am more concerned about speed now. Um, you know, I, I sent you a few messages earlier in the week about the cutoffs for the half iron and I am starting to get concerned about how long the swim might take, how long the bike might take and how much time we'll have left over for the run. Because I think you and I probably feel pretty comfortable in that we can finish a half marathon, but if we only have two hours left to do it, that's going to complicate things quite a bit. So, um, yeah, so that's another thing that I'm concerned about. So I'm going to definitely be looking into, a triathlon training plan that's going to incorporate some, you know, swimming workouts and workouts on the bike to get faster on the bike also. Okay, so maybe the training plan that I originally sent you that included bike speed and swimming speed is not the worst. Okay, good. That makes me feel better. No, definitely not. Because I was thinking, you know, I'm just going to, at the time was thinking, I'm just going to swim for endurance. I'm just going to bike for endurance. Well, you know what? That's all good, you know, in the next few months or whatever. But I am definitely concerned about we may need to get faster. (laughs) So, yeah, I'll take another look at that plan. I was looking at some online today, and I think one of the ones I was looking at might have been the one you had originally linked to, to me. Um, I think it was Matt Fitzgerald. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll discuss, um, training plans more in the future, but that was my week. How has your training been going this past week? Good. So I needed kind of a mental reset about my running. So I started a mini streak just to kind of force myself to get out there. Um, It failed miserably yesterday. I didn't even make it a week, but I still did six days straight. That's awesome. That's not a failure for you. That's awesome. (laughs) Yes. And I will tell you a couple of my runs were like 11 o'clock at night because it's like, I just need to get out there and do a mile. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so after I ran on Sunday, my seven and a half miles, on Monday, I went out and just did 
a mile just to make sure I kind of kept going. Yeah. And that was just around my apartment complex. And then Wednesday, I got out and did two miles. I know we talked about my plan was between three and four. Well, this was weather related in that the temperature dropped throughout the day insanely. And I was way underdressed. Like I've been keeping a bag in my car of running stuff. And it started out high 50s, maybe low 50s in the morning. And by the time it was time to run at six, it had dropped, it had rained during the day. So it dropped the temperature about 20 degrees and it was windy. So I went in with like no buff, no gloves, no hat to this run that was under 40 degrees. I was like, this is terrible. So I ran and I did two miles, but I was just so cold. Yeah. Or no, that was Tuesday. I was like, I had come in and I was like, I was, it was just so cold. I'm like, I'm just going to run to this point and then I'm running back. And I did it in under 11 minute miles because I was that cold. I was (laughs) like, I just need to do this and get out of it. Good for you to do it anyway. That's awesome. Yeah. And Wednesday was chilly, but I was a little bit warmer. I at least had um, two layers of pants and two layers of shirts on and everything. And I did um, a 5K on Wednesday. Nice. So I did between my three and four miles on Wednesday. And then Thursday was a one mile run. And so was Friday. And I was just trying to get out there and keep kind of some sort of consistency. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think you did great. Um, How are you feeling? Good, actually. Um, I felt the worst after my seven and a half miles last Sunday. Right. Per the usual. So um, I should be good to go for 10. Oh, did I mention I did that all with a like head cold? No. I I got sick. My sinuses. I was all congested nasally, but I knew it wasn't in my chest. So I knew I was okay to run. But normally, listeners, you will know that if there's any kind of sickness, I'm like, no, I don't need to run. I'll be fine. It's yeah, I think it's really important to rest when you're sick. But I knew I was taking medicine and it's just this congestion Mm -hmm. going on. And I'm not, you know, it wasn't any other signs of sickness. So I was just like, I'll be okay to run. Yeah. So I did that. I've got I'm going to do 10 miles today. I really wanted to run with my running group yesterday, but I didn't sleep Friday night. So, well, I did, but it was really terrible sleep. Like I slept between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. or something. And by then I was just like, I can't. And then I uh, worked yesterday to make up some time from 11 to 5. So it was just the not sleeping plus working after wasn't going to make for a decent run. Right. And then I saw the weather today and I was like, okay, it works out anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be so nice. Are you going to wear um, shorts and a t-shirt? No, I'll probably wear capris and uh, short sleeves. Because while it's going to be 60, I think it's going to feel a little bit colder because it's not going to be sunny. Yeah. I would be surprised, though, if you didn't start feeling pretty warm since you're used to running when it's cooler. I know yeah. for me, like, when it when it starts getting, you know, in the springtime, when it, we start getting, you know, 55, 60 degree weather, I'm always like, oh, this feels really warm to me once I get, you know, warmed up during the run. So yeah. 10 miles, I think you're, yeah, by the end of it, you should be feeling pretty warm. Yeah. So I might switch to a tank top. I've yeah. been debating back and forth. I'll bring both. And then if I get out of the car and I feel comfortable in my short sleeves, I'll just change because that's kind of the go-to. Because I run pretty cool, especially in my arms. Mm. I've been finding that's where my arms get the coldest. Yeah, you're always cold. Yes. I remember we ran in New Jersey and it was nice. And you're like, I'm so cold. You and Katie were both freezing. (laughs) Yep. So I don't even know how many miles I did. So two, five. I think I did about 10 miles last week plus my seven and a half mile long run. So like 17 miles last week. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy with myself. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a long time since I've had that feeling of, oh, wow, you actually ran some miles and did stuff. And look at this. It's awesome. Yeah, that's that's great. Good start to the marathon training so far. Yes. And, you know, February is a short month, so... (laughs) you. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully you, you know, keep up the consistency. That'll be good. 
I'm kind of just doing a little bit here or there. So I feel like I'm not really up to counting miles every week right now. I'm like, you know, if I just get out for a mile or two during the week, I'm happy with that. I just want to like get ease back into it, you know? Um, yeah. And, and trying to be smart about it, but that's awesome that you, you know, you got six days of running in one week. So good. Yeah. All right. So what's on the plan for this week for you? To continue running. So, um, I'll do my 10 miles today and it's the first week of February. So I'll probably go for a four mile long run on Wednesday because I didn't get there. I only got three this Wednesday. And um, Tuesday and Thursday should be three miles. I can probably do that. Three, four, three. Yeah. And then with my 10 miles. I would say if anything, I would do the day before the four, just do two. Yeah, I was debating that. So that's probably what I'll do. And then if the four goes well, go for three the next day instead of going for three and then not wanting to get to four the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. And then I should do 12 on Saturday. Oh, next week. Okay. I might switch to 11 because I only did 10. Yeah, see how you feel with the 10, you know, see how well it goes. Oh, awesome. I look forward to hearing how everything goes, and I hope you have a lovely 10-miler today in the nice weather. I'm jealous. <laughs> but we should be getting some nicer weather, too. So in the early spring, that sounds promising. So looking at you, Groundhog. Don't let me down. <laughs> All right. So tonight, or today, tonight, it's 11 o'clock in the morning, Sue. Um, today, we are going to be talking about... Megan, you're turning 30 next year, and I'm turning 40, and so we decided to be inspired by Katie and do our own 30 before 30 list and 40 before 40 list. (laughs) So do you have a list prepared for today? I do. I'm so excited. All right. So I will let let you start, because I am super curious to hear what you have to say. Okay, so I even divided mine up into categories. So what I did is I was easily able to get to 17 things on my list that I thought of no issue. And then after about 17 things, I was like, okay, what else is there? Wow. So I had to kind of research what other people had done on their 30 for 30 lists. And a lot of them were unrealistic things. Like I was reading these people. I'm like, really? You're 29 now and you want to do all that before you're 30? Okay. But (laughs) (laughs) some of them were good and they gave me some ideas. Well, they, like, one of the things they wanted to do was, like, go to uh, the, like, the highest rated restaurant in a country. I'm like, okay, that's already two difficult things to get done in a year. (laughs) Yeah. So it was just unrealistic things or they're like rail trip across Europe and do a missionary trip in Africa. And I was like, what? It's a year. Do you not work? Like, how are you going (laughs) to do this? How are you going to pay for all those trips if you are constantly taking trips? (laughs) Yes, that's kind of exactly what I thought. But maybe some of these people were starting their lists at 24 and they had six years to do these things. I don't know. So That's what, what I was thinking. That was definitely something I kept in mind when I was making my list. Like, there's nothing terribly expensive on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, you know, I don't know what my financial situation is going to be in the next year. So these are all going to be relatively affordable items that I could do. Yes. I have a couple travel, but they're nothing extravagantly travel related. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of them could probably be done at one time. So I started with fitness. That was my first area Mm -hmm. because I kind of started filling them in. And then as I saw them filling into categories, I was just like, okay, we'll keep this category. So for fitness, I have complete a triathlon, which luckily I'm going to do anyway. Nice. So that's actually the first thing on my list too, because it's like the obvious thing, right? So we're both planning on doing the triathlon this year. So um, I kind of stipulated finish a half iron triathlon (laughs) 
obviously, <laughs> because I've already done a triathlon and the half distance is new to me. Yeah. Yep. I did um, complete a century ride. <laughs> That's my number two. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even stipulate a race just because I don't know how many hundred mile bike races there are near me. Yeah. So even if I just go out and do it by myself, yeah, kind of unsupported, then I'll still complete it. Yeah. Because I didn't want to have to be like, oh, I have to do a race and then that might mean travel for me. So I didn't want to do that. Right. And I actually had the same thought, like mine is probably not going to be a race. It's probably going to be like a hundred mile, like solo ride or something. And mainly because uh, of expenses, like, yep. you know, I could just something I could do on my own. Um, so for anybody that isn't aware, a century is a hundred mile bike ride uninterrupted, basically. I mean, yeah, I think you could probably take rest breaks, but just a hundred miles in one ride. Yep. Um, my next one is to swim in a lake. Because I've never done that before. Oh, hmm. no, I did in high school, but not actually swam in a lake and not recently, not in over 10 years. The triathlon will probably cover that one, yeah. but I was more thinking before the triathlon. Right. So do you count a large pond as a lake? No. Okay, because... We're swimming in Knight's Pond, which is not a lake. Okay, okay but, good. But... um. I think that, I mean, it's essentially the same thing. A lake is just massive, whereas a pond is still pretty darn big. Like, I think it, I'm not sure, like, the distinction between the two. I think it has something to do with the depth of the lake and, like, how big. Like, so for lakes, I think of, like, big lakes, like the Great Lakes, like Lake Winnipesaukee Mm -hmm. in New Hampshire. I mean, there aren't any real lakes around me because they're just they're so big moosehead lake that's in that's pretty close by me in maine um but yeah we but have, i have yeah i have swum in a lot of ponds with which are also fairly big i was gonna say jordan lake is 22 miles square oh wow that's see that's pretty big 22 mm-hmm. miles 21.78 miles squared and is and how close are you to that lake it's like an hour and a half it's right outside um Raleigh going that way and they it's where the when they did the half iron in North Carolina and Raleigh they mm-hmm. swam in Jordan Lake nice. I think so so I have a question for you regarding your lake swimming yeah <laughs> um are you or have you already um purchased a wetsuit I have questioned that thought multiple times okay i strongly recommend it especially if you're going to be you know swimming in a lake (laughs) um yeah it's it's definitely going to help with the buoyancy and you can find like you can find good deals i mean if you do your research and you know um it doesn't have to be something that you uh, because wetsuits they are pretty expensive but if you look around and you're not in a hurry to get one, you can get a really good deal. I, I got one for, at a thrift store for a dollar and I got another okay. one for free at a thrift store. So, yeah. So I'm going to look around. That's what I've been thinking. I need to go somewhere where I can uh, try one on. And I know there's people online, like in the Women for Try group specifically, have mentioned like there's shops where you can mm-hmm. try one on. Mm-hmm. I just need to find one near me. Yeah. And just because I know with being short, but having a chest, sizing is already going to be weird. So here's the thing. When it comes to um, tri suits, it's going to be extremely tight. Like you really need someone who um, has owned one and has worn one to show you how to put it on because it's going to be damn near impossible to get it on yourself if you like have no idea. Okay. So that's why I was thinking about going to a store too, where they're probably used to helping yeah. people try them on because they'll be able to help me and then tell me if it fits or not too. Mm. I would also think about maybe if there's like open water swims in your area, some places will like let you rent out a tri suit or borrow a tri suit I mean not a tri suit a wetsuit mm-hmm. um and then they can like show you how to get in and out of it and that will help you give you an idea of you know what to look for in your own some people prefer uh to do sleeveless because that gives you more um freedom 
with your upper body, you might prefer that. I know Brie preferred to swim with a sleeveless uh, wetsuit when she was doing the triathlon. Um, I prefer the full body, like full coverage because it makes me feel extra buoyant. (laughs) Um, But it, it, but the, you know, the movement and the arms takes some getting used to too. So I, I definitely look into, you know, trying on some different suits and even like if it's possible doing a practice swim in a suit, I don't, I, I think it would depend on the place, but, um, well, I just Googled in my local running store, my fleet feet in mm-hmm. Greensboro, they do, um, wetsuit rentals, $40 for a three to five day rental. Oh, so that's great because then you can like, you know, if you have like an open water swim that you're planning on doing with like a triathlete group or something, you can, um, you know, you can have someone there who can show you how to get it on and off. And then you will basically get a practice in the wetsuit and then you can return it and you'll get an idea of what you would like. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. Definitely look into that. Awesome. And that's a pretty good deal to considering. Yeah. I mean, all right. So I didn't mean to interrupt your list there. (laughs) No, it's okay. Cause it was about important things. Yes. So, um, and then my next one is to go kayaking again because I haven't been in a couple of years and I really like kayaking. Ooh, I've never been. Uh, it's super fun. I went as a kid a bunch and then just haven't yeah. gone. Um, and then next starts my travel category, which is uh, the first thing is to travel outside the United States. Nice. But that could be... Like Canada counts for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mexico, anything. So, um, and then to see the Pacific Ocean. Nice. Because I've never been to the West Coast. Um, stay in a bed and breakfast. Nice. Go to a winery. Yum. <laughs> I was like, winery sounds weird, but I think that's because it should be vineyard, maybe. See- you know, yeah, a vineyard, yeah. So you should go to a vineyard on the west coast, like Napa Valley or something that's close enough. I don't know. I have no idea where Napa Valley is. But go to a vineyard that's close enough to the ocean where you could see the Pacific Ocean. And while you're there, stay in a bed and breakfast. And then you yes, can knock like out three is, things. <laughs> yeah, that's, this is where how I've been considering it. I'm like, but we also have North Carolina has a lot of vineyards here oddly enough mm-hmm. that are good and you can go on a weekend and do wine tastings and stuff and they're oh, nice. affordable. Um, my next one is something that's actually been on my list for a really long time and it's to see a piece of Frank Lloyd Wright architecture. In person? Yes. He's my favorite architect and he's done stuff in Chicago. He's done stuff in New York City. Mm-hmm. He's done stuff in Philadelphia. So all of those are reasonably travel distances. Yeah. Or Pennsylvania. So I was like, I, I want to see a piece. That's going to be my big thing to go to. Awesome. And do. And then um, travel is to see a waterfall. Nice. So we have, um, I don't know if you have waterfalls near you. But um, up here, like in the White Mountains, we have um, the Cascades. So Mm -hmm. there's like some trails that you can go hiking up in the White Mountains and there's waterfalls. It's freaking awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I always wanted to go to Niagara Falls. Like that would have been like my dream, Um, like honeymoon, if it wasn't ridiculously expensive and cold (laughs) at the time. Um, But yeah, I always, I always have wanted to go to Niagara Falls. So, North Carolina mountains have waterfalls. There's 250. Oh, so, I nice. could just go to North Carolina and look. So, I was going to have to um, just see them. I think Blowing Rock has a waterfall, too, or something near Asheville. So, um, and then my next one, I put it under cultural slash arts just because I couldn't really find another um, category for it. Okay. So it's to knit something. Nice. And not just knit, but actually complete something. (laughs) Um, Swim with manatees. 
and I have a place in Florida that'll do this. So oh, I just cool. need to actually do it. Um, it's been on my goal since kids, since I was a kid, manatees are my favorite animal. Really? So, yeah. Well, we don't have much manatees up here, so I never really thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> they're really big in Florida. Like, they're one of those things that you learn about as yeah. a kid all the time. Yeah. When we went, my, my husband and I went to Orlando, we saw manatee, you know, SeaWorld. So, mm-hmm. like, I, that's, like, the only time in my life I've seen a manatee. <laughs> <laughs> um, cook a meal from scratch on my own. You've never cooked a meal from scratch? Okay, I've cooked like following directions where they've already given me all the ingredients and stuff. Yeah. And I've cooked like macaroni and cheese and spaghetti, but I was thinking an actual meal that really required, you know, cooking. Like food prep? Yes, not just, okay, cook spaghetti or okay, do this. Because I don't really cook very often. And I might cook a part of a meal, but I don't always cook. Okay, for the story, kind of the context of this, I tried to cook myself an egg sandwich the other night. Cook yourself an egg sandwich? <laughs> it was it was terrible. Like, I almost burned it. The yolk was still super runny in the middle, and I just left the pan on too high because wait, I didn't know. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How are you cooking the eggs? <laughs> I just, like, kind of made them over easy. Okay, so in the it, pan, but it was on medium. I was okay, like, well, medium good. I was confused because I thought you meant like egg salad, which you no. would use boiled eggs. So I'm like, what is she talking about? No, no, like just like uh, over easy like eggs. Like a breakfast I tried, sandwich. I, yes, like a breakfast sandwich. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. It was not my finest moment. It was edible, but it was not great by any stretch. <laughs> so um, it leads me to, I just want to become better at cooking. Okay. <laughs> Um, read a Brene Brown book or two. She's got a couple really good um, inspirational books that are kind of geared towards women specifically. Okay. I've never heard of Brene Brown. I'm Googling her now. Mm-hmm. So is there a specific book that you want to read by her? Um, it, Daring Greatly is good and there's another one I'm gonna have to look at because I had it in my brain and then um, lost it. So I'm at her website now and I'm seeing Dare to Lead, Braving the Wilderness, Rising Strong. I mean they sound really inspirational. I think it was maybe Braving the Wilderness. Yeah, Braving the Wilderness. Cool. Awesome. These look good. I'm going to have to check these out. Yeah, she's um, gotten popular lately because she's um, has she does research and stuff, too. She's just not like, I guess, talking out of her ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like a lot of books that are way aimed at inspiration for women are just kind of people who talk out their ass trying to be inspirational and don't come to it from a place of knowledge or research or anything right so um that and then um read three running books nice because i just don't do enough running specific book reading so as far as running books go are you talking about like instructional method wise or like biography wise both well no more instructional method wise more like i have my stride book i still haven't finished from two summers ago yeah um and stuff like that or more about running or training um cook something from shalane flanagan's book because i actually bought her cookbook her um run fast cook fast eat slow nice book. Which is, I think, like her second one because it's got more quick recipes in it. And I actually want to cook something from it. It's very, like, paleo-focused, right? It's, like, whole foods and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And um, go to three art museums. Nice. See a play. And then you'll like this one, Sue. As I was writing it, I thought of you. Um, Watch 15 movies. (laughs) 
And then I added this caveat of actually watch without my phone. Because I tend to have movies on in the background, but I'm on my phone at the same time. Yeah. So I don't really count that as watching a movie. Yeah. I remember the year that I made it um, a resolution to watch 365 movies in a year. Mm -hmm. And I think I got up to like the 200s, which is pretty good for me because I'm actually not a movie person. (laughs) So like I don't I almost never watch movies anymore. Like my movie watching is almost entirely documentaries. (laughs) (laughs) Unless Jeff and I are going out for a date night. Like, I'm such a nerd. Like, the only books I read are nonfiction. The only movies I watch are documentaries because, like, I want to be learning something, you know? Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I I like that one. Do you have, like, uh, thoughts on, you know, what kind of movies you want to watch or just a little bit of everything? Probably just a little bit of everything. Um, I tend to watch more Disney than anything else currently. (laughs) That's adorable. Yes, but um, I do like documentaries, too. I know Netflix has really good documentaries Mm. on there. And um, then probably some movies that I should have seen by now that are really popular that I just have never seen in people reference. Mm. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never even heard of that movie. Do you have Netflix? I do. Have you seen Bird Box yet? No. Is Bird Box really good? It's good, yes. Um, I th- I feel like it's kind of a ripoff of A Quiet Place. Have you seen A Quiet Place? No, that's okay. the one with uh, that the guy from The Office, John just did re- Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that one is awesome. So I definitely okay. recommend actually watching both of those. And I I feel like they're they're pretty entertaining. I feel like um, they're both very suspenseful. So, um, I I would recommend A Quiet Place over Bird Box, but I I don't know if A Quiet Place is on Netflix or not, but Bird Box definitely is. So, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, if you like, you know, it's going to keep you interested, I I think, you know, because you're going to wonder, like, what the heck is going on and what's going to happen next? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so those are two I can add. Mm -hmm. And then I... Okay, so this is my other personal, which kind of became my catch-all miscellaneous category. And it's my first one is to get another tattoo. Do you have, like, something in mind? I always have something in mind, but (laughs) it's just going to be very dependent on when I get the money to do it. Mm -hmm. So is it, like, something that's, like, a design or, like, something that relates to something that you like? It'll probably be a running related tattoo because I still don't have one. Yeah. And so that's why I'm not a hundred percent sure what I want, but Yeah, I I I have like I'm not really a tattoo person. I say that I have three of them. <laughs> but <laughs> um but I always thought if I got another tattoo it would be probably be running related. And I had some thoughts on different things that I've wanted at different times, but you know, I haven't really been running the past year and I really haven't thought about it much. Do you have an idea of like what it like what it might be? I'm just curious now, like I'm get trying to get ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I it'll probably have words and I've tossed around a couple words and then I know I want some kind of picture or design to go with it. Mm-hmm. I just haven't figured it out yet. What I wanna try to do is go like and get an artist to help me design it out be like look I kind of want it to be like this I want it to be like this please make it look good and put it on me (laughs) this is why I have like 14 months to do this because I'm really at this point like I have this super vague idea I'm not sure what I want right now right it'll flesh out in time but yeah my next one's to get another piercing again do you have something specific in mind yeah I kind of want my nose pierced again actually and then other than that, um, a date piercing. It's supposed to help with headaches and stuff. And yeah. it's in the ear. Yep. Have $1,000 saved. Good. <laughs> yeah, because I don't have that. Um, volunteer for something close to my political views. Because I mention my political views a lot. And then I kind of was thinking about it. And I don't really do much about it. Or help out in the areas that mean a lot to me. So I want to be better at that. Um Use my massage gift card that I've had since 2014. 
<laughs> you would think that would be an easy one to do, but... Massage is so, like, not only is it, like, super awesome, but so helpful, like, for as a runner and an athlete, like, to loosen up those really tight muscles that, I mean, it, it, unless you're doing a lot of, like, regular stretching, you know, shit's getting tight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I don't do enough stretching. We know that. <laughs> um, follow a budget for at least three months. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. Um, complete a 30-day challenge. And I don't know what this will be yet. I've thought about, like, picture challenges or something. I just haven't um, really figured out what I want it to be yet. Um purge junk to be more minimalist nice and this is probably my least specific goal but only because i have a bunch of junk so it's not just stuff that sits around that i don't do anything with mm-hmm. like i have tubs full of things that i've moved with since 2014 that i don't even open right. so it's at that point like just get rid of it mm-hmm. um do a 30 day no spend challenge that would, Except on necessities. That would qualify for your 30-day challenge. <laughs> I know. And I thought about that when I did it. I'm like, okay, but I want them to be different. So oh, okay. That's <laughs> um, a good one. Yeah. I've uh, There's a really good book called And Then She Saved. And she has a blog, too. She went um, a couple years ago. She uh, went completely, like, didn't spend for a whole year on anything but necessities. She called it like a spending, I can't remember, not diet, something worse than a diet. My like brain a spending is sabbatical, <laughs> something like that. Spending hiatus. Something like that. Um, spending fast. Oh, that's good. What, yeah. So and that's kind of what inspired that. And then learn to braid my own hair because I can't do that. <laughs> do you know how to braid somebody else's hair? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I can braid like the front of my hair, like small pieces, but when it comes to the longer parts in the back, I can't do it. Huh. That's interesting. Cause I, I've, it's something that I've been able to do since I was a kid and I learned pretty much from like braiding other people's hair. So it's, it's odd to me. Like I, and I guess it's, it's easier when you can see what you're doing. Yeah. That's my big thing when I can see it. Um, and I'm not a great braider to be fair. Like, it's not really a strength because I just don't do it very often. Right. But there's a lot of times, especially with running, where I wish I could just braid my hair back because mm-hmm. it makes it so much better with it being longer. So it's one of my goals I want. We should get you a mannequin head to practice on like they have at the beauty salons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all my yarn. I should probably just practice with all my yarn. <laughs> but it yeah. doesn't like fall like hair does, no. which is one of the bigger issues it's I have. Slippery. It's slippery. You got to really yeah. get a good grip on it. <laughs> yes. And then my last one is to create kind of a vision board mm-hmm. with my goals and stuff and pictures and put it with my race medals. Nice. Because I have all these goals, but I don't really keep track of them. I was just going to say, you should put all of these things on a vision board. Like, put a picture of a waterfall. Put a picture of a girl yeah. swimming in a lake. Put a vineyard on there, you know? Um, and then that will remind you. It will be a visual reminder to do those things. Yeah, and I have my, uh, when we talk about our uh, goals for the year, too. Mm-hmm. I want to put those up because I have that list somewhere. See, nice. I can, it's no good if you just have the list somewhere and you can't find it. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I remember, you know, we do this every year talking about our resolutions. And like when I thought about, all right, what did I, what were my resolutions for last year and did I accomplish them? I couldn't even remember. Like I never referred back to it. And so mm-hmm. I think it, you know, you're more likely to get it done if you're looking at it every day. <laughs> so yep. that's probably a very good idea. So that's a good one. So that's my 30 before 30. Nice. I'm excited about it, actually, because I some things are just realistic goals. And then some of them are fun. And some of them are just kind of be a better me. Yeah. I almost said person, but that sounds really judgy. But I just. (laughs) Personal growth. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, I like it. You got a little bit of everything on there. 
Very cool. Um, mine are almost, not almost, they're all, yeah, they're almost all fitness related. <laughs> um, so I started working on my 40 before 40. And obviously, that's a lot of things to come up with. And uh, I'm going to be 40 in a year and a half. So I, I did have some trouble with this. But um, I will t- read off what I have. So I already talked about my first two. Half Iron Triathlon, um, Ride a Century. That I think, that would be just be so cool. Like if there's a destination in mind. So I'm going to have to look for something that's like 50 miles away that I can ride my bike mm-hmm. to and and from. Or you could ride there and have like Jeff come pick you up or something and you guys could like yeah spend a day or something. Yeah. I like the idea of like, I don't know, just a journey on my own. Oh, yeah. Or like a loop or something. I don't know. I'm going to think about it and I'm I'm really going to put a lot of thought into it because that is something that I would like to do. My third one is something that I've wanted to do for a long time, and it's just never worked out yet, and that is to run a mile race. It's not a long distance, but I think it's a challenging race to run a mile, you know, as hard as you can. You would know. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I, I meant to do that one in Cincinnati, and I just couldn't get out there in time for the start of it, unfortunately. Um, my fourth one goes back to a goal that I set a few years back and I'm not sure how likely this is but I'm still going to make an effort to do it and that is to qualify for Boston by the end of 2020 so it it doesn't necessarily have to be by the time that I'm 40 by the end of 2020 just gives me a few extra months and you know I don't know how likely it is that I'll get back up to running speed by that time but I'm still going to keep it on my schedule until 2020 is over and I know that it's absolutely not possible number five this goes back to my new year's resolution for this year one of my resolutions was to gain five pounds of muscle by the end of this year uh, hopefully by the time I'm 40, I will have bumped that up to 10 pounds of muscle. I really do want to increase my muscle mass. And number six kind of goes along with number five, and that is to drop my body fat percentage by 5%. So right now, according to my last in-body scan, I'm about 25% body fat. And if I can drop it down to 20%, that would be good. And I think just just by adding the 10 pounds of muscle, I'll already have reduced that body fat percent a bit. So that number five and number six pretty much go together. Number seven is to be able to do 10 consecutive pull-ups. So um, pull-ups have been, you know, always been a challenge for me. Right now I can do four in a row on a good day. The other day I was able to do five consecutive chin-ups. <laughs> um and so I'm like, you know what? I have 18 months to get to 10 pull-ups. I feel like that's a realistic goal as long as I take good care of my shoulders in the meantime. Number eight, working on flexibility, is to be able to do a full split. So I put full front frontal split because I feel like that's going to be easier than doing a, like a horizontal split. I don't even know the correct term for it, but I've always wanted to have that kind of flexibility. And I also have like goals in terms of um, other things that I'd like to do that I feel like that type of flexibility is really going to come in handy. Um, number nine is to hold a, ho- a solid freestanding handstand. I've had some handstand practice in the past, but I haven't been consistent enough with it to really progress. So that would be really cool. Number 10 is to do an obstacle race. So yeah, it's just, it's something that seems like it would be fun that I've never done before. It also seems like something that I would, I'd probably just do once and then feel like I never have to do that again. (laughs) (laughs) And I just think it would be fun. You know, I'm doing a lot of strength training now and I'm really kind of trying to challenge myself physically. And I think it'd be a fun way to combine running with like more intense physical activity. Um, Number 11 goes back to my one of my New Year's resolutions. That's to grow my client base up to 25 people. 25 clients. Number 12 is another physical one and that's to learn to do a muscle up. A muscle up for people who don't know is almost combining a pull up with a push up. So you're basically pulling up 
to a pull-up bar and then pushing yourself up and over the bar so that your chest is over the bar and your hands are like completely extended below you. So um, it looks pretty challenging. I think if I can get to 10... If I can get to 10 consecutive pull-ups, I should be able to get to a muscle-up on my own. So that I think would be really cool. Number 13 is to learn Turkish get-ups, which is a CrossFit kettlebell thing. It's something that my boss at Iron Empire demonstrated for me, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. So I have tried it on my own, and I can do it with absolutely no weight, and I'd like to see like what I can do if I add a kettlebell to it. So it, it's it's something that really requires your entire body to be able to do. It requires some flexibility. It requires some strength. It requires coordination. And so I th- just think that would be a fun physical challenge. 14 is to hike to the top of Mount Washington. So I love hiking and I, I never do it enough. Like I, I always want to do more hikes, longer hikes. And so I would really like to conquer a 4,000 footer, which actually isn't even that big. <laughs> um, so I think Mount Agamemnicus is like 1,900 or 2,000, something like that. So if I can do, I mean, Mount Washington, I think is over six, but if I could do like a 4,000 footer or somewhere and like over that amount, I think Mount Katahdin's in around, around the four, 4,000 mark. Um, so there are some mountains in the area that I could travel to and, and, and just hike to the top of. And I really feel like I need a hiking buddy cause I don't know anybody that really likes to do extended hikes like that like day long hikes. But I'm I'm gonna look into finding people online like in my area that like a hiking group or something. So that's something that I'd really like to be able to do. Um along those same lines, but more running related, is to actually complete the big A fifty K. Um it doesn't have to be all running. It would end up probably be mostly hiking for me. So the longest I've done on there is fourteen miles. I'm thinking maybe if I get up to doing it this year, I'll go for two full loops, which would be about 20 miles. And then maybe next spring, go for the full distance. I just love that race. You know, I can get out there and and practice as much as I want once springtime comes. Um, And I think that would be really fun to to actually complete that. It's a very challenging 50K. You know, it's not like Pineland Farms where you're running across grassy fields and through the woods a little bit. It's more hiking up a goddamn mountain. (laughs) So um, that I think would be a really awesome challenge. 16 on on my list is to do a snowshoe race. I've been meaning to do one and the weather just hasn't cooperated so far. We finally got some snow this past week and I know that there's another snowshoe race not coming up this weekend but the following weekend but we do have more warm weather coming, so I'll be interested to see how much snow is left. So there's a couple of snowshoe races going on um, in February. One is the Moonlight Snowshoe Race in Madbury, which would be pretty cool because it'd be at night. And another one is at Remick Farm, which is in Tamworth, where Jeff's mother works. And that, I think, would be fun because we could do it together and um, it would give us an excuse to go up to, you know, visit Jeff's family. So hopefully one of those races will work out. I'd really, really like to participate in a snowshoe race. Number 17 on my list is to raise my credit score by 100 points. So I've been pretty good about being consistent with my credit, and it's been slowly improving, but um, I really want to see some like major improvements. So I I have a fairly good credit score, but I'd really like it to be great. <laughs> um, so that's my, that's my next goal financial wise. 18 on my list is <laughs> questionable, but it's something that I could ex- aspire to. And that is to be able to do a one-handed push-up. So okay. yeah, I can do, I can do some push-ups. So I'd really like to improve my upper body strength and to be able to do one-handed push-up I think would be pretty impressive and then kind of going along the same lines number 19 which is even more of a stretch would be to do a one-handed pull-up <laughs> um I've seen a girl do it before on YouTube and I'm like <laughs> hmm, you never know maybe if I work up to it I could do that 
Number 20 and number 21 are more entertainment focused. Um, I'd really love to go see a Doug Loves movie show. So um, Doug Benson is a comedian that does a podcast called Doug Loves Movies where he has on a bunch of comedians, sometimes actors, basically anyone that's friends with him that he can get a hold of to come on and, and do movie trivia game show. And it's one of my favorite podcasts and I've always wanted to go see it in person. He's actually going to be up here soon in Boston, but um, it's just a stand-up show. Like I want to see the podcast in person. So um, actually I have gone actually been to a Doug Loves movie show before, but I want to see another one. (laughs) Number 21 is um, along the same lines. I want to go to a Jonathan Colton show. I love Jonathan Colton. He's one of my favorite musicians. He just writes really goofy, silly songs, and I love him, and I just think it would be so much fun. Number 22 is to take a trapeze class or some kind of circus arts you know Mm -hmm. there's a place that's actually nearby that does um aerial which i think would be fun but i i really want to do trapeze like ever since i was a little girl i wanted to do trapeze because i always love to play in the monkey bars and i love this like seeing the trapeze act at the circus and that's it like it'd just be so much fun for me there was a place in portland i think it's called main circus arts that I was planning on actually signing up for a class and they've closed. So now I can't do it there. So I'm looking around for a trapeze specific class that I could take. Numbers 23 is something I've been trying to do unsuccessfully for quite a while now. And that is to give up caffeine um, for a few different reasons. Number one, anxiety has become a pretty big issue for me in the past year. And I know that caffeine can kind of promote anxiety. And so that's one of the things I'm playing around with. Like if I can cut out caffeine, that might help with the anxiety issues that I've been having. And also I feel like it interferes with my sleep. I'm a pretty, pretty big caffeine drinker. Like I drink a massive cup in the morning. It's got to be at least 20 ounces of coffee first thing in the morning. And then I have another one later in the morning. And then I have, I'm not a big one, but like a normal cup of coffee later in the morning. And then in the afternoon, I have another cup of coffee. So my withdrawals from it are just insane, like terrible headaches. And so I really have to be diligent about, you know, gradually um, switching it out with decaf you know, in a very gradual way so that the withdrawals aren't so bad. It's just, it's going to require a lot of commitment to that. I tried to do it when I was working at Liberty and I got down to one normal size cup of coffee per day and one cup of decaf, (laughs) Um, but have since relapsed. (laughs) It's tough because I've been drinking coffee since I was a teenager and it's, Mm -hmm. it's not something that I've ever been able to break completely and I don't like something having that kind of a hold on me it's basically an addiction and so I would like to um to cut that out and so that's all I came up with I got up to 23 and I thought about it and I thought and I thought and I thought about um you know what I could possibly do I just don't think there's anything else that I really want to do you know if something else comes up I will add it to the list but to be honest with you I'm 38 years old and I've already done a lot of the stuff that I really wanted to do. You know, I've run a marathon, I've run an ultra, I've swum a mile, I've jumped out of an airplane once, uh, I have sung really terribly in public, um, <laughs> I've auditioned for a game show, I've, I've met some of my idols, I've become a famous podcaster. <laughs> I say that jokingly, um, not exactly famous, but... I just, I feel like I've already accomplished a lot of the things that I've wanted to do. And so I think if I can accomplish these things that are on my current list, or most of them, I'll be pretty darn happy, to be honest. Some of them, you know, are a real long shot, like qualifying for Boston, you know, doing a one-handed pull-up, those kind of things. I think if I'm determined enough, I can do them, whether that's going to happen in the next, you know, year and a half or not. It's just going to it's going to depend on a lot of things like my ability to stay healthy physically. Um, actually that's probably the, the number one factor really. So, you know, whether I do it by the end of next year or not, doesn't mean that they can't remain long-term goals for me. So, so that's my, uh, that's my list where I'm at with that. Um, like I said, it's a lot of, 
physical stuff, but I mean, that's, ah. <laughs> I don't really have a lot of other goals, you know, I don't feel a huge need to read a ton of books. Like that was something I considered because like you, I am trying to downsize as far as like the amount of junk that I have in my house. So I've been going through my books and trying to get rid of like books that I have no intention of reading, even though I thought I would at some point. Um, I'm just trying to be like honest with myself, like I'm never going to read this book. I'm just going to get rid of it. So I'm trying to like go through my books and I thought maybe I should make a goal to read all of the books that I keep. But I, I just, I feel like I don't have time for reading right now. And I don't care enough. <laughs> and maybe maybe I'll make a plan to just read one book this this month or something, you know, and, and see how that goes. So that's where that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. I had other things that I wanted to talk about this week with you in, in terms of the triathlon, but we're already an hour in and I feel like that discussion is gonna be another really long discussion. So I think we'll save that for next week. Yeah. Any thoughts? Yeah. That works for me. I think it will be a long discussion. <laughs> we'll have a lot to talk about. Um, but I like your list and I like the way you kind of approached it, like just having goals and realistic and some out there fitness goals, but also being realistic about the way they are. Yeah. You know, and what might happen. Yeah. You know, it, it's things that I would like to do, but I'm not going to put a lot of pressure on myself. I will try to do as many as I can. Absolutely. Um, I don't expect to complete complete this list, even with the, you know, only having 23 things. I still mm-hmm. don't expect to check everything off the list, but it's just something that will give me some focus over the next year or so. And I'm actually really looking forward to turning 40, which is surprising to me because in my 20s, I did not want to turn 30. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I'm kind of over that hump, like I, my thirties were awesome. You know, I did so much. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really looking forward to turning 40 and, um, I expect to be stronger than, than I am now. So I think that'll be cool to be a really strong 40 year old. That's what I'm excited about. And to be in a good place, um, financially and with my career, cause it took me 38 years to find a job that I really love. I've had a lot of jobs, you know, but I've never had a career until now. And um, now I don't have to worry about that anymore. And I can just work on building it and um, growing my client base, you know, slowly. And I'm really pretty happy overall with my 30s. And I'm looking forward to seeing what, what 40 brings. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Maybe I'll have a big party. I think I should have a big party. Yeah. yeah. I want to do one of those like uh photo shoots they've been doing for when people turn 30 what photo shoots i am so um they do them kind of like you do for kids like one year old like (laughs) shoots like a milestone photo yeah uh let me see if i can find a picture okay that sounds fun oh they're super cool what would be in your photo like what would you be doing well, look at this one. This one's perfect. She's got cake in front of her and she's <laughs> drinking wine. So it's a grown woman wearing a tutu. I'm trying to open it up. Grown woman wearing a tutu holding a glass of wine but drinking out of the bottle. Yeah, see, is this not... <laughs> with, with a cake and balloons and it says happy birthday. That's fabulous. <laughs> oh, this is a really good one too. I mean, they're just so fun. If you just do like 30th birthday shoots, like they're cool. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of like super, I guess, facetious. You know, like they're making fun of like what kids, parents do for their babies now. Right. But it's it's a way to bring fun into turning 30, which a lot of people like don't really want to (laughs) do. Yes, exactly. That's why I was like, oh, that'd be cool and get to dress up and just be fun and silly. So awesome. Uh, I love it, and I think that would be a fun thing to see. So, uh, when is your thirtieth birthday? March twenty eighteenth, twenty twenty. March twenty eighteen. No, March no twenty eighth. <laughs> I know I said that wrong. Now March twenty eighth, twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Jesus, Mar- March twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that one's cute too. That other picture. Uh-huh. That's cute, and I like that little um. The sign in the back, what does it say on it? 67 inches, 125 pounds. <laughs> I have 32 teeth. <laughs> you know, because that's what they do for their kids. <laughs> that is too cute. I get just got to zoom in and like really see this. Yes. Okay. My favorite foods. Red wine, white wine. What does that last one say? Something lobster? Toys I love. My car, iPhone, and laptop. <laughs> I love vacations, the beach, shopping. Uh, favorite TV show, Forensic Files. Is that what that says? Uh, probably, yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Too cute. All right. Well, I think that's all I've got for this week. So let's wrap it up. And then we'll, next week we'll talk about the triathlon and the time cutoffs and what we plan to do about that. Okay. <laughs> That works for me. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Happy Super Bowl and go outside and run. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to share anything, comments, questions, or your runs, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast. Tweet to us at runnergirlsshow. Tag us on Instagram at runnergirlspodcast. Or call the hotline at 207-200-3297. Download episodes at runnergirlspodcast.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Now, go outside and run.